from the Summer Skate Studios. This is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled bays, increased safety measures with your choice of games, as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. San Diego State University, building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in California. Go to sdsuhockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on or off the ice. Summer skates, shower shoes and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University Hockey. Go to ucohockey.com to follow the two-time ACHAM1 national champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza. With six different styles of pizza and eight different styles of crust to go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Peterson Toyota, earning the trust of our loyal customers at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins every day for over 50 years. AT&T Wireless, fast, reliable, and secure. M-Drive, our boost and burn is specially designed to help you get active, get lean, and burn fat. Get yours at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University Hockey, 20 years of the action you crave, only faster. Drury's and Suites. Find out why we say our home is your home. Visit us at DruryHotels.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event, or at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, and now our new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be listening to us tonight, live on the Podbean app. It is Monday night, which means it's time for analytics and eyeballs after just a few days off. And what was supposed to be relaxing and coming back refreshed? I don't know. I, I've been traveling around the state of Arizona. Uh, Scott Strandy with you tonight from Harrah's Resort, just outside of Phoenix in the beautiful city of Maricopa. And my co-host is always Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York. Paul, it was probably a piece of cake for you uh, over this holiday weekend because, you know, I mean, nothing happened eventful out in, on the island. And, you know, the uh, servants were there taking care of you and all of those good things. So how are you? Really? You sent yours here? Because I didn't <laughs> notice them. Well, well, the other night they were the I ones flashing them. the lights on and off for you. Were they? <laughs> I wish they'd have told me that. I wouldn't have worried so much. <laughs> well, happy belated Merry Christmas to everybody, including you, Paul Hornstein. Is uh, man, what what a different different holiday season this was for me, at least. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but goodness gracious, I saw hockey on Friday night, uh, Saturday, Sunday, and now Monday. Uh, basically just trying to get my life together. <laughs> yeah, well, good luck with that. Yeah, that's not an easy thing. No. Uh, as people know, uh, planning for the Pro Hockey West Report debut in about a week and a half, and uh, now back in, in Maricopa, Arizona, where tomorrow I'll be uh, at Mullet um, first to see the, uh, the Arizona State Sun Devils and see what's happened to them over the past uh, few weeks. And... Um, 
And then maybe tomorrow night I'll watch the Colorado Avalanche and the Arizona Coyotes do battle. Listen, just stay in the, just stay there. Yeah, and then Don't then they can't me. kick me out, right? If yeah. I if I'm just in the building, right? <laughs> well, I I'm not sure when when those two teams are going to get their morning skate in because, as you know, Arizona State's not budging. <laughs> well, they're going to they they're going to do their skate and they're going to do their media availability at 11 a.m. And uh, nothing's different. It's game week. It's Boston College coming in. So right. Coyotes and Avalanche, you're going to have to figure it out around that. Well, they can practice and get their morning skate in at the uh, uh, Mountain America Community Iceplex. Yeah. Or they go to Ice Den Scottsdale. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be excited about that, especially when the Avalanche have not been inside Mullet that I'm aware of unless really? they came today. Well, um, maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe they did, but... Normally, that morning skate is to get familiar with the ice, well, uh, although, the ice surface and all of that. Although you have to say they might have come in today or they might have gotten there today to get out of that cold. Yeah, entirely possible because it was frigid in Tempe. Oh, oh, you mean up in, in yeah, Colorado? Yeah, smart ass. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I know in Tucson this last weekend, it was in the mid 70s. Today it was 77 when I left yeah. and yeah. came up to Maricopa. So, right. Where, uh, I did where rub it the sun all the way down to I, what seventy six. I did. I did rub the sunscreen on today just to be safe. You never don't know. When it's... I don't blame you. If you believe that, too. If you believe that, that's. <laughs> I know how this works. The Toyota Corolla is rolling real nice, though. It's going to be really hard to give that back, and eventually they're going to want it back at Enterprise. Uh, and eventually they are, and probably as soon as this Friday, but. Whole bunch of things going on this week, Paul, and my schedule is so up in the air. Um, I don't even know where to go from here. Uh, it's World Junior Week, which we're going to get into in just a second. But before we do that, um, I said we were going to end with this, but I think we have to lead with this because it's my it's my schedule. Um, there's a, a the original plan was Friday night, December thirtieth. I would see Canisius and Air Force, right? And then Saturday night, I would see. Princeton and Colorado College. Right. And then I would come back here um, because there's a whole bunch of stuff that has to happen over the next three weeks in Arizona again, including the Desert Classic in uh, a week and a half and uh, a bunch of things happening. So I'm not sure if I'm going to get back to Colorado or not. I There were so many flights canceled out of Phoenix today to try to make up for what they lost over the weekend that I don't even know if I can get on a plane even by Thursday to get to Colorado and then get back again, but we'll see. We'll play it by air. If not, um, Boston College coming to town to play Arizona State, and we both, I think, are in agreement on this. Is It's like you can't lose anymore, Sun Devils. you gotta, you got to win as many as you can out of these last 20 games. Yeah, it's, it's almost as if the NCAA tournament starts this weekend. Feels that way. It really does feel that way. And I'm sure the Boston College Eagles will uh, will be bringing their very best. But one no, one guy they won't be bringing, uh, Cutter Gauthier, who is playing with the Team USA. And boy, that's a relief not to have Cutter here because he is a star in the making. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's just, um, you know, the between him and and and, and the U.S. today. Uh, you know, it was probably, you know, you sit there and you watch the game and you're getting ready to watch the game and, and, and 
you watched Sweden basically destroy Austria. Yeah, that wasn't even fair, was it? You know, that was 11 nothing. And then uh, earlier in the day, and I don't know how much of an upset. Everybody keeps talking about how the Swiss beating the Finns in overtime uh, was an upset when uh, both teams theoretically are a little bit down from where they normally are. Um, but at the same time, you know, if if you if you look at the if you look at the the the, the, the I don't think the game I don't think the Finns were that much better than the Swiss today, and you know the Swiss have definitely risen their level over the last decade. Um, you know, and they outshot the Finns twenty seven to sixteen. You well, know, Paul, I, I will tell you I that, that um, not always that the, uh, the two games that uh, concluded the day at 5-2, if you would have told me that those uh, were going to be 5-2 scores, um, USA winning over Latvia, okay, I'll take that. But 5-2, Chesnia over Canada? Well, let's, you know, and I, I don't want to take credit for having this piece of information, you know, but as I'm watching the game, um. A couple of points were brought up by TSN, which is the Canadian version of ESPN, um, who do all the games outside of the U.S. games on NHL Network. Um, this is the same team, basically, that beat the U.S. in August. So they not only have done it before, they've you done it the recently. Chess, the Chessian team. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The yeah, I mean... Um, they beat the U.S. in the quarterfinals, and most of that team is this same team. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 so and they one have thing, experience, and that matters. Let me throw uh, this at you, though, Paul. Okay. I listened to it, but how many times have you and I talked about, especially in college hockey, how every time there's a five-minute major, it seems like the team goes into a shell and thinks, yeah, I don't have to score until the final two minutes because we're on a five-minute power play. And no, no, the Chesnia team uh, checks, if you will, did uh, did a number during that five minute major penalty. Well, let's 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 let's. I, yes, they did, but it was also in the last two minutes. Right, penalty. but but there was pressure the way it yeah, sounded no, 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 on the radio no. they, the they entire didn't, they didn't the entire five back. minutes. No, they they didn't lay back. No, um, but 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 a but a, but a very uh, very. Um, crazy game to start with. First of all, when you look at the the two teams, when you look at all the teams in this tournament, everybody was basically just saying, and it still may end up that way, but this might be the best Canadian team ever. Well, maybe it is. But at the same time, um, it might not be. You know, they might want to wait for the tournament to end. But... um. The, the, it, it was so crazy, right? The the uh, uh, Canada scores about midway through the first period. They get a goal from Shane Wright, um, and then a few minutes later, they they get what looked like the second goal of the game. By I believe by it was by Connor Bedard. 
but the Chechens challenged it for offsides and they overturned the goal. So now instead of being two nothing, it's still one nothing. And a couple of minutes later, the game is tied. And you know, less than thirty seconds later, it's two one Chechia, and that's the way they go into the locker room at the end of the first period. Um, and Chechia comes out literally in the first minute of the second period, goes up three to one, and you kind of hear nothing in the building as they're playing this in Canada. And you know, it's just it's it's dead silent. And you know, then Connor Bedard actually gets one that counts. And this was about 45 seconds later. So now all of a sudden, everybody's going crazy again. And the Canadians take that five-minute major. I don't know if I would have called it a five-minute major. It was definitely a penalty. Um, I get that international hockey calls it differently than the NHL. And probably different than the NCAA. There was some debate between periods. Um, I don't know if I would have called it a five-minute major. I might have called it a double minor because I don't think it was straight to the head. There was head contact. So, I mean, I guess that going by the letter of the law, that's five. Um, I don't you – know, he didn't come straight at the player. So, I don't know if I would have thrown him out of the game either. But they did. And well, uh, let me jump in right there because I heard it. I didn't see it. I was in the car, and uh, I was listening to our, our good friend Dave Starman um, break it down. And and here's the thing: if this truly is the best Canadian team, um, you can't you can't let that derail you, right? I mean, you you've got to gather it up and uh, and get through the five minutes. You, I mean, you're playing at home essentially in Moncton and how this was at Halifax, but you're playing basically in your home country. You've got all the support in the world. You got what many are calling the best um, Canadian team, as you referenced. Uh, you've got to figure out a way to get through those two minutes. And then you got to figure out a way to, to get a W at home. You, you just can't start this tournament like this. And, um, and they did. Now, I want to throw one more thing out at you. Um, last year's captain, last uh, August, because <laughs> it's weird. But anyway, uh, Mason McTavish, Mason McTavish was uh, the captain of the Canadian team, right. and he was on a different level, if you ask me. And I've had a chance to visit with Mason a couple of times at the Rookie Showcase and um, and, and such with the uh, San Diego Gulls and then the, San Di- the Anaheim Ducks. Um, and, and Mason's got a different attitude. Um, I haven't had a chance to visit one-on-one with Shane, Wright. I've seen him a couple of times and said hello. And, uh, I know who he is, um, obviously, but, um, who you are. but his character, Paul doesn't mirror Mason McTavish. Here's the other thing with Shane, Wright. He's been, um, with the Kraken at training camp. He was injured then went down and scored five, four goals in five games with the Coachella Valley Firebirds. 
Right. Then went back and scored his first NHL goal with the Kraken. Right. And then goes to the World Championships. Now here's here's what I'm just saying as might be running through a kid like that's head. Now now all of a sudden the entire country of Canada is on his shoulders, and he's already experienced four goals in five nights, uh, in the uh, in five games I should say in the AHL. He's already scored his first NHL goal. He knows when this is over with. He's going back uh, to the show. Um, how difficult must it be for him to gather up the mental capacity to lead this group uh, with all of these things that are happening in his life? And and other people have the same thing, know. but it's not the same as it was with Mason McTavish because Mason had his look last year um, with the Anaheim Ducks at the end of the season, but he, he, you know, he pretty much was sent back to juniors and and said, you know, you, we're not bringing you up yet. And um, Shane Wright said just the opposite. So you talk about their demeanor, and then you talk about the the success that Shane Wright has already seen, and he knows that his Kraken team is for real. Um, I watched them play again the other night, and uh, Dave Haxall's got something going there. Well, listen, I mean, first of all, he scored the first goal of the game tonight on the power play. So, I mean. I get it. I know what you're saying, but I'm talking about leadership here. I'm talking about leadership. And got an assist on on, on Connor Bedard's goal. So he did get two points. I'm not saying Um, that he's not a great offensive player and that he wasn't contributing offensively. I I don't know. I'm saying when does he have to step up? And and take ownership of this captain's uh, C that he's wearing on his jersey. Well, I mean, he didn't hit the guy and get the five minute penalty. No, it was his, three to his two. Jo- but his job as a captain is to step up and rally the troops. And I just don't know if he's a hundred percent bought in. And maybe that's not fair after one game. I, 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 but uh, I, I want to see more. I want to see more from him because I think Mason McTavish was bought in from the second they landed last year uh, in Edmonton. I, 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 I'm not there. I don't. I know that. Once again, this is a Chechen team that has had success in this tournament. Literally, this same, basically, this same team. So, you know, this is not likely a team that's going to get rattled, and that includes a goalie, by the way. <laughs> the main black bear or to be the main black bear goaltender. Okay. So, I mean, that makes a difference. Okay. You've got it. You're when they're playing against an excuse, they're, they're not going to get rattled. Um, you know, did the, and I don't want to sit here and, um, and, and say that Canada got rattled. Like I said, I don't, I don't think that the hit was was a was 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 a five, but that's I, they're not paying me to make the decision. But at the same time, those first three minutes of the the Chechen power play, Canada did a really really good job of killing those first three minutes. But it's still a five minute penalty, so um, you know eventually. The other team's going to get a chance, and they did. And you know, they 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 capitalized. 
and it went from 3-2 to 5-2. And then you could just see Canada came out, started the third period, and made a push. But you could just see, I mean, you're, you're the Chet G was playing with a three-goal lead. And can you say lockdown? Because that's pretty much what that's, they did that's that third period. Really, what they did, especially the last ten minutes. Yeah, they just clogged the middle of the ice, and good luck, good luck well, getting the puck hey, through there. Well, that's what you're supposed to do, right? I mean, you don't want to go that into uh, that much into a show where you don't get any chances. You don't want to do that, but. I believe you know. Dave Starman or, or his partner, uh, Mr. Nelson, I think um, one of them said, it's really hard to score goals when there are six goaltenders. Well, <laughs> yeah, And that's I essentially mean. what they did as they locked down and, and made sure they could control. Um, and, you know, Latvia tried that uh, with USA too, and uh, we'll get, we can get back into Canada later. But uh, I want to talk about a guy that I thought has really um, – taken ownership of wearing a letter and that be one Sean Barons who uh, is the lone pioneer, which still is blows my mind. Uh, the national champions have one of uh, three players that went to the camp and only one of them made the roster. But Sean Barons to me um, was unbelievable from what I heard listening to that game. I, I, I heard Dave Starman again and geez, Dave, I'm giving you so much so much airtime here. It's ridiculous. You have to come on the show again, buddy. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, well, he was talking about Sean Barron's not only getting a goal, not only setting up a goal, but he talked numerous times about how Sean Barron was able to clear the puck using the glass, using um, teammates, using the right pass. I mean, doing whatever it took to clear the puck multiple ways. And man, you and I have talked about that, Paul. If you can get out of your own zone in a pass or two, it's a whole different ball game on the offensive end. Well, there's no doubt. I mean, um, the, the the U.S. team uh, was clearly the better team in the game. Um, Latvia, I think, had two shots in the second period and scored on both of them. Yeah, I that is a fact. That's what, that's what, it was either two. I know they scored two on two, but they might have ended up with a third shot in that period. But you anyway, know, uh, point the point being is, the yeah, way, yeah, they on, did. IHHF, can we can we the, these box scores that you put out are ridiculous? <laughs> I mean, holy smokes, come on. Paul Hornstein this. throwing the NFL challenge flag at the IIHF. Oh, yeah, they were two for two in the, you know, I'm. I'm pretty sure they were – maybe they were two for four in shots. I don't know. Well, it was two for two. I know that for a fact because I heard that. But then uh, I believe they, they, they got they a third shot. Shots. They Did they have four, four now? Yeah, okay. I think. But either way, still, just learn – I mean, this is ridiculous, these box scores. And, and let's let's go back to Team USA for a minute. No Caden and Barrico today. Rand Peckle decided that was, he was going to go with his 17-year-old and give him a taste early. Well, Here's, and he got him a taste. Here's the question. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this. Of course, not really having the answer. Um I don't think you do that on a hunch. No, 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 no. I can almost I, guarantee it was not a hunch. What it was was 
hey, we got to get this 17-year-old who's pretty good. We got to get him some experience right on the first day. Uh, we may ride Caden and Barracle the rest of the way, but we need to know that this kid uh, has had a little experience, you know, three periods of it at least, if we need him down the stretch. And and this preliminary stuff, Paul, is like yeah, 26, 28th, 30th, and then, <laughs> you know well, I mean? There's I'm four also, preliminary games before you get into the real meat of the tournament. Well, yeah, I'm I'm also curious uh, to know if you know if 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 Ranch Packdold's going to play all three goalies. I think I can answer that one for you too. No. Well, you're going to tell me no, no, but you don't. But I no, I don't know. No, he's not. Maybe. He's got a third. He's got a third goalie there in case the unthinkable should happen and somebody gets hurt. Well, but but he's gonna go. He's gonna go with two, and he may narrow that down to just Caden, the Sponge, and Barico, uh the rest of the way. Because stop that. <laughs> you want me to come up with a name for Augustine too? Let me think. I'll think about that one for tomorrow's show. But anyway, don't don't don't, don't waste your <laughs> don't waste your brain cells. <laughs> I have none. Uh, but anyway. Caden, the sponge and Barico is, is going to be the guy they're going to ride. I just really think that Rand did a really good job of this right off the get go by getting this kid a start. He knows what he's got in Caden and Barico. He wanted to give this Augustine kid a start. He's only 17 for God's sake. Well, it's, it's, and been playing in the NGTP. So he's, uh, you know, he has to, he has to get some international experience. And this was a great opportunity because I believe Rand knew that his team was going to be fired up and excited to play the first game. And if they were going to get their very best effort in front of a goaltender, it might be the first game. And then again, once it starts for real, if you will, in the, uh, in the elimination games. Well, Latvia only got 15 shots for the game. Um, They played the first period and there was no score at the end of the first period. And you're saying to yourself, man, is this going to be one of those games where, you know, the underdog stays around, stays around, stays around, and bites you in the butt at the end? And then it goes into the second period, and it's the U.S. takes a, a one nothing lead early in the second period. A few minutes later, Latvia ties it up. Um, about five minutes later, the U.S. takes a, a 2-1 to one lead. Uh, Latvia kills a penalty, and then a minute or so later ties the game up at two two. And at that point, they've only gotten two shots in the entire period. You know, fourteen minutes in, and you're like, "Oh man, maybe this is going to be one of those games." Clearly, you weren't listening to the NHL Network broadcast. Of course, I was. No, you. I don't. Were I don't not. care. Listen, I not on the radio. You weren't listening on it. You were watching this game, and you know it. I know I was. <laughs> but anyway, between but, the second and third period, they did an interview with Jimmy Snuggerud, and if there was ever a doubt as to who was going to win this game in the third period, it was going to be Team USA. I mean, he was matter-of-fact to the point. He's going like, we haven't played our best yet. We need to come together. We've got 20 minutes to, to, to show people what we really are, and uh, we're ready to do it, and we're going to do it. And that was almost verbatim what he told uh, the broadcasters between the second and third period. And to me, uh, Logan Cooley, Jimmy Snuggerud, and uh, Cutter Gauthier were, um, 
about as good as it gets the entire game, but certainly in the third period, they were just so solid. Well, uh, let's put it this way. In the first period, um, and I'm watching the game, and, and I don't uh, – I say it just about every week on this program, you know, whatever show we're doing, whoever we're talking to. You score goals. There's only one way to score goals. The puck's got to be at the net, and you have to crash the net. And in the first period, Team USA did none of that. First period, uh, Team unless USA you're Connor Bedard, then but you even just him, take breakaways I mean, and go. <laughs> even him, right? It's hard to play one on four. Uh, Connor Bedard, yeah, I'll put him. I'll put him one on four. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I'm just kidding, but yeah, you're right, and that's what Jimmy Snugger was saying is we need to get more net front presence. They didn't and, do it in the first period at all. No, and, 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 and that's two, what I said between the second and third. He said, "Hey, we weren't playing our game, we weren't playing our best, and in the third period, you're going to see our best." And that's what they did. And kudos to him for for taking a leadership role. I think Sean Barron's had a lot to do with that as well. And um, you know what they. Uh, they took control. They won the game that they should win. It's 5-2, and it's a W, and that's that's exactly what uh, they probably scripted out as to what they wanted to have happen was a 5-2 victory. They didn't care how they got it. They just wow. knew they needed a win. And if they came together and had a little adversity like they think they did, Dave Starman said another thing I thought was really interesting. It ties into your point about going to the net. He said, this American team does not use flybys. When they go to the net, they go there and stay there. <laughs> well, that's what you have to, I'm sorry, but that's how you score goals in hockey. And I don't care how much the game has changed. I don't care how much more skill the players have. I don't care how much faster they are. The only consistent way to score goals is to throw the puck at the net, crash the net, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and, and be willing to do what you have to do to put the puck in the net and, and quote unquote, make the sacrifices because you, you can't be you pretty boy. Hockey doesn't win championships. What, what about scoring Michigan goals, Paul? I don't know anything about Michigan. <laughs> goal. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> oh man. They beat that up on the radio today too. All the time. I'm going like, come on, man. It's not the Michigan goal to lacrosse style goal. Oh, that's oh, been oh, performed. That's yeah, been it's a performed. Goal, yeah. Yeah. It's been performed by a Michigan player, but also an Arizona State player, by a Minnesota player. We can go down the list. So this Michigan thing should end real quickly because yeah, it's a lacrosse style goal. Let's, yeah, let's, that's let's not call the only player that's ever scored that type of goal. No, Just ask Johnny Walker. Lacrosse has been around a little while too. Just ask Logan Cooley. You can ask either one of them. Johnny Walker, Logan Cooley, they both have scored that goal. And uh, I, I trust that they don't call it the Michigan. Uh, probably not. No, and they shouldn't. But anyway, um, Luke Hughes gets a goal. Um, Red Savage gets a goal. Chaz Lucas. 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 Yeah, easy for me to say. This is a professional talker. Clearly not. Um, <laughs> Sean Behrens gets a goal. And, of course, the one and only Jimmy Snuggerud, who, man, oh, man, for an 18-year-old kid, Paul, St. Louis Blues got themselves a good one because he's only going to get bigger, stronger, faster, and better. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what you think most of these guys are going to do anyway, uh, or hopefully. 
Yeah, but you add that right. to the talent he's already got at 18? Goodness gracious. Well, you know, um, we expected uh, Snuggerud and Cooley and, you know, whoever else they put on that line to score some to score some points. Um, they got goals from different players. You know, nobody got two goals tonight, so that was that was an encouraging sign, right? They had five goals from five different players. One, two, three, four, five, and, you know, 11 different players or maybe 12 different players, if I'm not counting it right, got points tonight. Um, Sean Barron's was, uh, I think, the only person that had a multi-point game, had a goal and an assist. He had a goal and an assist, and I believe somebody had two assists. I can't remember who that uh, was. But... Uh, actually, Red Savage had a goal and an assist, too. Yeah, I think, yeah, Red had but a goal and assist. Still, and, yeah. One, two, three, four. Like I said, there's about a dozen different players getting points. So that's what you want, right? You want it even, you want it distributed. You don't want it all to be one line. And, you know, and it wasn't. And they yeah. got good goaltending. I mean,. Was all well, they got, great. they got the goaltending that they needed. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, mean let, so let's not go overboard and say shots. it was fantastic, but no, that's what I. That's what solid. I'm saying. He was solid. You know, they only had to face 15 shots. Um, you know, made some good saves in the first period when it was scoreless. Um, and you know, you need that in the end. And like I said, we, I, I don't, I don't suspect. that he'll get much more time in the tournament. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens as the tournament goes on in terms of uh, how this, how, how the, the, the pools break down and the seedings. You know, maybe if the U.S. is locked up to one seed going into the their fifth, you know, their fourth game against the Swiss. Maybe you see Augustine again. I don't know. But I suspect in the next two games for sure against Slovakia uh, on Wednesday and, you know, and, and well, I'll see now the, the Finns are the last game. So not this, you know, not the Swiss. So maybe by the game against the Finns. Maybe, depending on where they are in the standings, you might see Augustine again. But I suspect, and I would be kind of shocked, if Caden Barrico is not the starter against Slovakia. No, it, it, it's Caden's net. I, I just think Rand did a really good job of getting, as I said earlier, getting Augustine some playing time and getting him some experience because you never know. There could be an injury. There could be a breakdown. It could be anything. And you want that kid to to be at least say I've got some experience in this international style game yeah. before before you need him to maybe win you a game down the stretch you know God willing that doesn't have to happen but you know anytime you can get him some, and I think like I said I think this was a perfect time to play him because he knew his guys were going to have a bad taste in their mouth from August and uh, we're going to want to come out and play well. So we knew he had that going for him on the roster that he had. So he he 
calculated the risk and said, if he's going to get some playing time, now's the time to play him. And uh, and he stood up to it. He did a, did a really good job. He, was he outstanding? I don't say that, but was he solid? Of course he was, and it's hard. You know, I asked Joey Decord that the other night. I said, is it hard when you're facing so few shots to, to really get into the game? And and I also asked Joey's coach that um, as well uh, after the Coachella Valley game. I said, and they both said no. The coach said Joey's style of game never worries him because he's always active and playing the puck and moving around. So he's always focused on the game. And Joey said, no, he said, I just look at it as great job by my teammates of not giving me any shots. So, so maybe that's the thing. I mean, maybe that's it for Augustine too, is he was like, Hey, you know what? I'm just here to do my job. And if it's 15 shots or 51 shots, I'm going to stop as many as I can stop. Well, I, I, I will say this. Most goalies like to get a, a touch of the puck, um, at least early on to get him in the game. Uh, I'm not a goalie, so I don't know, but um, you know. And I'm not. I'm not. I just was surprised. That's all. That that he started. That that's who started. And I like it. They showed the in the, just before the game started as they were lining up in the, in the tunnel to come out onto the ice. That Augustine was in front, and I'm like, whoa. Because obviously that's not what was expected. No, and like I said, I think I've made my point clear as to what I thought. Maybe sometime we'll get Rand on and we'll ask him uh, what went through his head after this tournament just to find out. But anyway, um, that was uh, that was exciting. Good to see USA gets a win. Shocked that Canada could not get a win. And um, now m- my biggest... Uh, not concern, not worry. Uh, I guess interest is what what Canadian team shows up next game? Do they do they come out and just blow out whoever they're going to play next? I didn't even look at the schedule. Uh, they're playing the Germans. Okay, uh, so are they going to just come out and and take it out on the Germans, or are they going to go like, whoa? Um, oh, maybe we don't have this yet. Well, I, I think you might see both because I think they'll come out angry. And I think they'll come out, especially playing in their own country, and they're not going to want to. See, because, like I said, if you look at it, and you look at it reasonably objective, they 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 lost to a team that in August, which is when they should play this tournament every year, <laughs> made the plug. semifinals. They made yeah. the semifinals. You know, I mean, let's not. Let's not pretend that that the the Chechens are not a good team because they are. Yeah, really, really good point. Um, okay, so we'll kind of wrap up the WJC talk for today. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about it tomorrow uh, as the teams are both Canada and U.S. is off tomorrow, I believe, yeah. and uh, we'll play again on Wednesday. So. We'll have a chance to digest that, see what uh, what comes up. Um, I just, but I'm anyway, just saying, you know, it's not yeah. like they lo- it's not like they went into this game and 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 you know they lost to. And I'm not disparaging the Austrians, but they are considered the weakest team in this tournament. And it's not like 
the Canadians went out and lost to them. <laughs> right. Well, we'll just see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to say the least. So it'll be an interesting tournament like it always is. It goes all this week with preliminaries. Next week, they'll start with the uh, quarterfinals, semifinals, and, of course, the bronze and gold medal game uh, will be played, I think, next Thursday, Paul, next Thursday or Friday. Uh, one uh, of the two. Let's see. Uh, let's see what we got here. I think it's the sixth. Uh, Quarterfinals are on January second. Yep. So the semifinals are on January fourth, and the championship game will be on January fifth. Yeah. So it'll be all over by the fifth. Yeah. The end of the night of the fifth. Okay. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. Let's come back. We got to talk about the pairwise where everybody stands right now heading into this weekend and. Some teams are back in action. The national uh, champion, the defending national champion, Denver Pioneers, get one more week off. And um, so we'll talk about that in just a minute. We'll be right back. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference, Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel, Gensel. banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh my goodness collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 
All right, welcome back in, hockey fans, to Analytics and Eyeballs, our Monday night show where we talk numbers, and then we try to verify what the numbers say with our eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight from beautiful Harris Resort and Casino in Maricopa, Arizona. It's become one of my favorite spots. Uh, like, it seems like once a week I come here uh, for three wow. nights, and they're so gracious. It's just a, a wonderful place to stay and uh, relax if I could. Uh, but anyway, that's where I'm at. Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York, where, Paul, I understand uh, the power has come back. The winds have subsided. The temperature is slowly on the rise. Uh, what Very a terrible slow. weekend you had. It was not good. It was not good. It, was, it wasn't Buffalo bad or Minneapolis bad, but it was not good. Um, I, I almost feel good. a bit a bit guilty telling you that I had a hot tub stay yesterday. You don't have to tell me you showed me the picture, which is, which <laughs> should be a crime in and of itself, but that's another story. Um, uh, right outside my window, by the way, was the hot tub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and by the way, that was nothing like the hot tub at uh, Harris in uh, Southern California. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah that, that was, that was yeah, really something. Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, just a couple of things before we get into this other stuff. Um, as long as we're looking at numbers. Um, I just want to say 3.4 GPA for semester number one. So, I don't which know, team? I don't know which team happened. is that? Uh, my team. Yeah. Okay. The Arizona State Sun Devils. Uh, how how no, about no, the? No. 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 Literally, my team. What? Okay. Hold on a minute. I'm confused. I have a college student in my house, oh, right? Oh, 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 literally. 3.4, I like it. Yeah, pretty good for a first semester, right? Yeah, first semester freshman on the road, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I thought you were talking about the cumulative of the Arizona State Sun Devils. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> now, admittedly, 3.4 is, you know, if you added all my GPAs up together, it would probably be close to that. But <laughs> Well, congratulations, Charlie, the voice. <laughs> um, yeah, that's another story too. I uh, hate that. Um, and, um, you know, we don't do a lot of ECAC hockey here, but their commissioner is retiring, uh, after 25 years in the, in Can't the blame office. Well, Can't no, blame I don't know. I'm just saying. Where's he going? Yeah. Arizona, Vegas, Southern know, California? Probably. Tell him it's beautiful just outside of San Diego. You know, anyway. I'm, listen, I'm sure he's going. I mean, you know, I mean, listen, he's nuts if he stays here, at least during the winter. But that's just me. Anyway, I just, it had to be, I just thought it had to be mentioned. Um, yeah, great point. Good stuff. You know, we are, we do do college hockey here. And like I said, we don't do much ECAC, but still should be mentioned. And we can't cover everybody, but yeah, no, you're I right. It should I, be mentioned. And speaking of GPAs, as I touched on it, did you see one TJ Semptonfelter? <laughs> he blew everybody out of the water. Wow. <laughs> yeah, once again. Four point something. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. it's like a 4.5. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, I mean. Start every game uh, that you uh, play in uh, your Arizona State career and still yeah. manage to put together that kind of a GPA. Goodness yeah. gracious, DJ. Um, and as I said, tomorrow I'll be at practice and at media availability for the Sun Devils, and I've asked for one Tim Lovell. I know Paul Hornstein's probably got some questions he wants me to ask Tim, 
but uh, I'm going to focus more on the fact that he came from Boston College, and right. now he gets to face Boston College. Well, yeah, you can do that. Did Did you have some questions for for Tim uh, If I think of any of them, I'll. Oh no 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 no. Let's. <laughs> you have some questions. I may touch on them. I may tell him that hey, my co-host uh, wants to know why you do this, this, and this sometimes. Um. Okay. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't... <laughs> anyway, um, terrific young man. I, I hope that I get him tomorrow because it'll be a fun conversation. I guarantee you. Well, I'm sure it will be. And like I said, I'm I'm sure there are some players that he knows on that BC team. I mean, they all know each other anyway. But he's probably played with a couple of them. So. Yeah. Exactly. And I saw the Sun Devils on social media were doing some. Uh, well, what's the right word, Paul? Mind exercises? Is that good? Have you seen it? Uh, I haven't. Oh, okay. They were doing some things. They were, and probably I don't doing some... they were doing some team building slash um, mind exercises. And I, 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 Forgive me for this. I don't remember who the person was. I'm sure he's uh, very, very good at what he does. But he came in and uh, instructed them um, during the off time. So anyway. Uh, that's a whole other thing, but um, so Boston College comes to Arizona State. Let's start there because we got a, about ten minutes to jump through the others as well. Boston All College right. coming here, uh, vitally important that they start this this oh. quote second half of the season with a pair of wins, especially yeah, over totally a team home. like Boston College who, who well, can get them some points, right? They can get them some points if they beat them. them. I know. He's ahead that's of them in the Paris. So yeah, it, that's my point. Help. I'm not I'm not saying they're a slouch. I'm saying like this beating this team could get you some pairwise points, right? Well, you would think, you know, they have games with the issue is games with BC, BU, or let's put it this way. Definitely Michigan Tech and possibly BU. Uh Minnesota State still RIT. These are all teams that are ahead of them in the pairwise. Well, I can tell you, I'm going to see the uh, Desert Classic for sure, and I'm right. going to see the Minnesota State Series for sure. I will be here for those, and who knows? I may see the BC Series as well, depending on how travel plans go uh, this week. But yeah, it's it, it, it's essential right now. They've they've got to they, they've got to string together some wins here and and climb that. I mean, we've we've beat this to a to a right. pulp basically about how important it is as an independent. And I'm going to go back to tell you the same thing I've said all along this year. Before the season even started, I said, when you open on the road at Minnesota and or at UMD and at Bemidji State, your first four games, goodness, that is a tall, tall order. And and that two weeks could could carry it with you all the way to the very end. Well, if 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 you go four and zero, it, it's like a godsend. If you go three and one, it's really good. If you go two and two, it's good. But if you go one and three, that could be something that hurts you long into the season. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I we we've talked about that. You got to win two games this weekend. You're playing at home, and that's really the bottom line. Now, let me ask you this, because this is the first time that I believe the Arizona State Sun Devils and the Arizona Coyotes are going to kind of mesh or going right. to have to mesh right. because 
we already mentioned it. The Coyotes and the Avalanche play tomorrow night. Yeah. Thursday night, it's the Maple Leafs and the Coyotes. Oh, that's going to be a circus. Yeah, Friday night, it's Arizona State Boston College. Saturday night, it's Arizona State Boston College. So four nights in, of five days are, are going to be filled with games. You're going to have two NHLs, and you're going to have two NCAAs. Um, distractions, because they haven't done this before. They haven't had NHL players mulling around that building. Excuse the pun for the mall part. But uh, they haven't had them mulling around the building. I don't care how hard you try to keep them separated. You know, it's like at UNLV's practices. They they see the Golden Knights players mulling around and on and off the ice before or after them. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. Is it going to be hard to keep focused when you have such a huge weekend coming up? Knowing that, that the Avalanche are defending... Stanley Cup champions, and then you know, as you just mentioned, the circus that is Montreal or uh, Maple Leafs, Toronto coming to town the night before you play. Well, here's what I'll say. First of all, there's no school, so good or bad, un- unless they're unless they're taking a winter break course. It's not like the players aren't going to have all that time on their hands anyway because they're not going to class. So that's good. So they'll have a chance to to just play hockey. Um, the The one thing that we've seen from the NHL players is they like the ice at Mullet. They don't like the escrow at Mullet, but they like the, the escrow. Ice. Okay, the annex. Um, not the escrow. No, the escrow. You know, the fact that there's only so many seats in the building. <laughs> you know, the I've never heard stuff. it put that way before, but that's okay. Okay. All right. Um, well, I think it was, if I, I think I told you about this. I think um, they interviewed uh, the local Long Island newspaper, Newsday beat writer, interviewed Zach Parisi about playing in Mullet. It's bad for the escrow. Good ice, bad for the escrow. Ah, I get it. I get it now. Now I get it. Now I get. It. I thought you were confusing escrow with annex. No. <laughs> um, but it'll be very interesting to see what kind of ice conditions there are Saturday night as they play game four and five nights. Yeah. Now it's this gonna is be a still- challenge. This is still December. It's still December and not say October, or or April, March or April. But um, it'll be very interesting to see what kind of ice conditions exist uh, on Saturday night, especially as we get towards the end of the game, because we haven't really seen that yet under the under the current layout, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Like I said, and I didn't even thought about that until you brought that up. I was more thinking about what's going to happen with the um, with the players mulling around, and you know, I mean, it it's different. It's different when um, you know you're a college player, and all of a sudden there's NHL guys walking all around the place, and it's not like it's just quote unquote average NHL players or guys you see all the time. This is the defending Stanley Cup champions and the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
Um, Too bitty, pretty out front and, you know, whatever um, NHL franchises. Like them or not. And I know you love one of them. I just think that, um, well, one one presents a circus no matter what. And, Especially with Austin Matthews. And, well, that just adds to it. And they're going to come into that building, and it's going to be like um, just. Go ahead, say it. Your favorite word, chaos. chaos. Yeah, and the Canadian <laughs> media, Toronto titled yeah. media. Oh, that media is going to be unbelievable. They are going to lose their crap. That's all I have to say. I may I may put in for a credential for Thursday night too, and then may have yeah, I do should. have to stay here. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. Anyway. Just for that. I don't even know if I'm forget gonna get the, one. Who knows? The I mean, last time they didn't even answer me, but anyway. forget the game. You you uh, want to be around for to just to list eavesdrop on the Canadian media. <laughs> just walk around the concourse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I won't even watch the game. Anyway, yeah. whatever. Um so that's happening. Um quickly the uh, weekend series at Colorado College will have Princeton coming in, so they'll play Friday and Saturday. Give the chance to, uh, for the Tigers to try to get above 500 at home and play a New Year's Eve game, which I know they're all looking forward to there at uh, Ed Robeson Arena. And then just across town at Colorado Springs, the uh, Air Force Academy will host Canisius. Uh, I saw Canisius play, ACHA style. Yeah, well, a little different, but... Um... <laughs> you know, you got some, some, some. You know, you have the Great Lakes Invitational starting tomorrow. Uh, you have the holiday face-off in in Milwaukee on Wednesday. That starts. Um, you've got uh, a Pittsburgh tournament or a New Hampshire tournament uh, coming up over there. So there's some interesting matchups and some interesting games this weekend and some some holiday tournaments, which there used to be a lot more of. Yeah, they don't have that's as true. Many of those anymore. Well, things. I think uh, the pandemic had something to do with that. No, I'm sure it. I'm and now sure they had did. to. Now they had to reschedule and restart and redo and all of that fun yeah, stuff that I'm, comes I'm along. Sure. With. So you know, I'm but, sure as time goes on, it'll start to pick up. The yeah. Desert Classic we mentioned earlier, the sixth and seventh, will be played right here at the Mullet Arena in Tempe, Arizona, and that that's yeah. a good that's a good four teams with Arizona State, Michigan oh, yeah. Tech, Boston University, and uh, Air Force. Yeah. all coming to town to do battle. So that, that'll that be a, a fun weekend. And then, like I said, here, Minnesota State shows up. I don't, uh, Lindenwood, I believe, is off this week, correct? Uh, I believe they are, too. Uh, no, and, no, 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 no. They're, they're, they're up in uh, Vermont. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they went to, they're going to Vermont. Yeah. And then um, um, the two Alaskas? Um, let's see. One of them Anchorage is coming is to Notre Lowell. Dame. Anchorage is at Lowell. Okay. And are there's a New Year's Day game at Notre Dame for Fairbanks, I believe. Oh, let's hold on. Let's put out check a different page here. Um let's see. New Year's Day. Uh, is, is it not New Year's Day? That because I I, I, I could have swore that I joked with uh, coach about Coach Largan about that, that maybe I'd come to Notre Dame on New Year's Day. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I'm not seeing anything with uh, 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they're New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Yeah. At Notre Dame? At Notre Dame, Fairbanks. Yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Underestimate them at your own peril. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to. I'm going to say that they're going to give Notre Dame everything that they want plus some. They will. They will. Whether they win or not is another story, but they will. I got to start okay. paying attention again because now I got to do another 16. Yeah. Yeah. Things are coming back now because this vacation stuff is over for you. Not yet. It just started. <laughs> well, it just feels. No, like, I mean the hockey vacation. Oh, yeah. Well, there'll be games. <laughs> the hockey night. vacation. You got to get back to watch watching games now. Well, I did today. <laughs> I know. I know. But I mean, for the Super 16, you got to keep track of what's I'll happening here. So. I'll just wing it. Tomorrow night, we'll be uh, updating you some more on uh, WJC. We'll be uh, hopefully getting a guest. I'm working on trying to get somebody to join us tomorrow night to, to give us a little mindset about what it's like to come back after uh, having a couple weeks off, or in some cases, a week off. It's different. It's great for the body, but is it great for the mind? Now, we'll ask a, ask a guest about that All tomorrow right. night. I'll, I, I look forward to... I'll tell you. I'll tell you about it three minutes before That's the show usually starts. when you tell me, yeah. <laughs> All right. Take it away. From the Summer Skate Studios, Analytics and Eyeballs has been brought to you by Drains and Suites, Drury Plaza, Lake Buena Vista, the newest official Disney World hotel. Booking now at DruryHotels.com. University of Central Oklahoma, two-time ACHAM1 champions and champions every day in the classroom at ucohockey.net and uco.edu. AT&T Wireless, where new and existing customers get our best deals on every smartphone. Buy summer skates, whether you use our... Uh, see, I've been off for a week, so I have a problem now, too. <laughs> Somebody's a little rusty. Yeah, whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player, show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. San Diego State University, the best of education, California college hockey and lifestyle at sdsu.edu. Behind the mask and behindthemask.com. No one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our three valley locations and more. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. Get a big school hockey feel with all of the educational advantages of a private education. See us at adrianbulldogs.com or at adrian.edu. Buy M-Drive supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University, join our 20th anniversary celebration. For schedule and ticket information, go to ouhockey.net. Peterson Toyota, our staff at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins, works hard to make sure that you get the right car to fit your needs, new or pre-owned. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza. You'll love our wing sidekicks and more. Find the location near you at JetsPizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download wherever you get your podcasts from. Search ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Subscribe, rate, and review 
help others find the show. ITSHW Podcasts, all one word. Analytics and eyeballs are part of the Ice Time Hockey West.com. Wow, you were rusty. You even got the ITHSW wrong. <laughs> ITHSW Podcasts is where you can find it, you know not the IST. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, I'm throwing the challenge flag. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, listen, I can make a mistake. It's been a week. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll look forward to tomorrow night uh, with the uh, return of the College Hockey West Weekly show as things uh, continue on in the NCAA world. Hopefully, I'll have some insight from what's going on at Arizona State. And uh, Paul and I will be back to bring it all to you tomorrow night. Stephen Marsh and myself will be back on Wednesday night with a new Great West College Hockey podcast. And then just one week later, it'll be time for the resurgence of the Pro Hockey West Report. All right. We'll say goodnight. Little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. Hello, New Day. Good night, everybody. <laughs>